0: Space Cadets, and The Legend of the Goliathon. Story by Brent Winzeck and Jordan Stein. Sound design by Chris Shendigay and Man of Science Studios.
1: Episode 6. The Aquastar. Stanek comes too slowly as the dirt tumbles away from his face, putting him up close and personal with an oglodon's wet flaring nostrils. The creature gently brushes more dirt away with its mandible hands, its lantern flickering next to Stanek. The world around him moves at a snail's pace as the Oglodon carries him out under the evening sky of Zebulon 5. As he is set gently on the wet ground, Stanek rolls over, coming face to face with Henny's lifeless body. Behind them, Pontiac drapes a blanket over Hank's shoulders. They can't find Cliptock. Stanek frowns, watching as Pontiac helps two Aguadons sift through the mud. Ignoring his aches and pains, Stanek staggers over to help the others dig. They scour the cave-in for hours until stars burn brightly in the night sky. Taking a moment to rest, Stanek and Jablon watch as Hank patiently helps an Aguadon roll away a boulder. Pontiac approaches them and removes his hat, fiddling with the brim.
2: Boys, uh... I don't think we're going to find her.
1: What about Hank? He won't stop unless we make him. I'll talk to him.
2: Hank. If we haven't found her by now...
3: I know. It's my fault. I grabbed that grenade.
2: You are not to blame, Hank. And the man who is just got away again. Just took what he wanted and flew away. We can't do anything else here. But if we leave now, we can stop him. Stanek holds out the datacom, brushing away dirt.
3: Okay.
1: Hank nods slowly, his eyes narrowing.
3: Let's do this.
1: Before heading back to the ship, Pontiac assures them he will do his best to find her body. They thank him and trek back to the Explorer in complete silence. Inside the Explorer cockpit, Hank sets the datacom down and a map appears above it. Objective complete.
3: I don't understand. What? The next map is of Hyznos, but the datacom registers information from a temple there. So Argyle's already found it. The maps collected from each temple just create a circle of clues. Look. So the Goliathan and the first temple are
0: both on Hyznos?
3: No. We can't think of this linearly. Each temple gives a clue to another temple, which means you can start at any temple and still get to all four clues. Can you bring up all four maps? Oh, there's a mapping algorithm in the charts. You need all four maps to complete the equations because they're encoded in the longitude measurements. Once all four segments of the equation are assembled, we get this.
1: The projection flickers and the four maps combine, (laughs) forming a star chart covered with Candelonian symbols. The datacom translates, labeling a little blue planet Lassaport and its small sun, Zerculon. The datacom zooms in on Lassaport, displaying the islands that speckle its equator.
3: Lassaport, where's that? It's not a known system. One planet and a blue dwarf sun. Nothing on our charts matches that.
2: That can't be right. On ISF charts, that's a binary star.
3: Most of the planet's surface is covered in water. It could be an aqua star. Which is what, exactly? Theoretically speaking, it's a solar system with one star and one closely orbiting planet of equal size. The planet's surface is almost completely covered by water, which reflects the star's light in an intense level. So from a distance, the system looks like a binary star.
0: Or this whole thing's just a wild goose chase.
2: How far? If these coordinates are right, I can get us there in less than a day. In the meantime, we can figure out how we're going to locate the Goliath once we're there.
3: I may have a solution. On Minos, when we were navigating the snowstorm, I noticed an energy imprint in my sonar. I kept tracked here and had similar results. The energy intensified as we got closer to the temple.
2: That's excellent. Hopefully we can manage without Argyle.
1: Argyle socks lies crumpled on the floor in the stingray's brig, his wrists and ankles shackled Behind him, a portal offers a view of Zebulon 5 as the stingray drifts in the planet's orbit. Gleegorg dangles from the ceiling, his orange pupils glowing in the dark chamber. Elaborap slams the brig's door shut, and Argyle
0: jolts awake. You look exhausted. (laughs) Pathetic. (laughs) I give credit where it's due, Argyle. You played me for a fool. Haste is blind and improvident. Seven years you maintained your lies. Now I want the truth. Where's the last temple? Men have sacrificed reputation, family, even their lives trying to find this relic. And you think you're entitled to stand on their shoulders? You have Nagalop's blood in his diary, but that doesn't give you any of his character. You were always quick to cast stones, Argyle. I never liked that. Gligorg pulls down hard on the chains,
1: and Argyle's shackles snap taut, yanking him up to the ceiling. Alabarap
0: draws his sword, circling Argyle. I think you've mixed things up inside that busy brain of yours. You have no more right than I do. How much of your research was copied from your father's work? How many ships have you lost? How many crewmen have you left for dead? When I found you, there wasn't a sailor in Smith's Point who didn't want you six feet under. You needed my protection just as much as you needed my book! Where is the last temple? That was it! I'm not going to kill you. Not yet, Argyle. You're coming with me, so draw this out all you like, but I won't ask again. I've been to all four temples. Name them. Candelos Prime, Hyzenos, Minos, and this one on Zebulon 5. Beniti, the four temples, where are they? Apart from this one? Minus, Candlest Prime, and heisness. Why? Never mind. Who was that? Never mind! Really? Where are the files from the last two temples? You followed the judgment passage, did you? Where are the files? You really are a fool. <laughs> the files, Argyle. I don't have them. If you'd paid attention, you'd know the datacom makes the uplink with each temple. But I gave it to my companions. If you want it, you'll have to go and dig it up. I am not foolish enough to camp out here digging for days so you can buy yourself more time. Out the port window, the explorer rockets
1: away from Zebulon 5 in the distance. Elaborap rushes to the window, watching it go. His face reddens with rage. Murray! The stingray wheels out of orbit around Zebulon 5, chasing after the explorer. For hours, the pirate ship stealthily dogs the explorer through the dark void of space both ships traveling at top
2: speed. We're entering the Zerculon system now. System is dead ahead. Head straight for it. If you're wrong, we're going to burn up. Steady as she goes.
1: The Hologian Stingray closes in on the explorer as they barrel towards Lassaport. The little planetoid dances at a close orbit with its blue dwarf star, reflecting its brilliant light into space.
2: We've been hit! Oh Evasive maneuvers!
1: The ships dive into Lassaport's atmosphere as the Stingray bombards the Explorer.
2: Well, let's give him a reason to back off! I'll a Come on, I've got a perfect shot! What the hell is going on? The guns, they just died!
1: Dropping into Lassaport's atmosphere, the Explorer sags. Three figures drop from the Explorer's belly as the cockpit explodes. The stingray swings away as the explorer plummets into the sparkling water and lurches towards the shoreline. It sends up plumes of sand before settling at the edge of the tropical jungle, and an explosion tears the ship apart, igniting the nearby palms. In the sky, the cadets freefall. fall. Stanek and Jablon pull the rip cords of their parachutes, but Hank flips a latch at his waist. His robotic legs pop free and he dives into the water. He helps Stanek and Jablon onto the beach, untangling them from their parachute packs before retrieving his legs from the surf.
2: Anyone injured? No. I'm good. we better get off the beach. Here, Hank, give us a heading.
3: We are close. See this hourglass island formation? Energy pattern seems to be coming from the center island. We're on this buffer island, so we should move northwest. It won't be easy, and we're gonna have to swim, but we can make it. Just lost port engine, too, sir.
0: Power draining. Murray, get us in the water.
1: The ship drops closer to the jungle as it noses down towards a wide river. Its wings splinter palm trees as it sloshes into the muddy brown water, shuddering to a halt. The pirates emerge on deck, followed by Beniti and a faction of his clones. Immediately, Gligorg skitters up into the tallest tree. Notadarg brings up the rear, hefting argyle socks and shackles. Watching Beniti, Veston leans close to Elaborap. I can waste him right now.
0: You just stick to the plan. Gligorg, can you see the wreck from here? Yar, black smoke to the east. Good. Find them, and when they bed down for the night, mark the coordinates and report back. Aye, Captain. Everyone else, fan out. Start hunting for the Goliath, I want the entire island searched by sundown. And if anyone stumbles across the cadets before Gligorg, I want their heads. Nadadar grabs Argyle's
1: tether and drags him along. You get to stay with me. Gligorg swings off through the branches like a monkey as the pirates and clones disperse into the jungle. The cadets splash out of the narrow channel and up the rocky slope to the larger island. A branch creaks overhead, and a red avocado like fruit bounces off Jablon's head.
2: Ow! What the? Jablon
1: draws his pistol, aiming into the jungle canopy. There, Dangling from a palm branch, a Candelonian cocks his scaly green head. He is five feet tall, with a pointed snout and two triangular crests protrude from his brow. His long, skeletal hands and bird-like feet grip the tree branch, his thick tail providing balance. Hank jumps to his feet, holding out the datacom to scan him. The Candelonian chirps, beckoning with his hands. Then in a flash of green, He leaps to an adjacent tree, swinging away into the jungle. Stanek takes off after him.
3: Whoa, Walt, hey!
2: What are you doing? That was... it was a Candelonian.
3: Really? I thought they'd be taller. You never studied.
2: Still, can we agree not to run off... Here!
3: Damn it! Over here!
2: Shh. Sorry. Where'd he go?
1: The Candelonian pounces out of a tree and lands behind them, holding out his arms as if to announce himself. The cadets jump, spinning around, and Jablon is quick to draw.
2: Hit the dirt! Jablon, don't! It's not working. Lucky for us. I'm sorry. Look, he wants us to follow him. So none of the guns work?
3: No, all the power cells are drained. How's the datacom?
2: Still has power, but I'm switching it off until we need it. What do you think's causing it? We're looking for a device that gathers energy. <laughs>
3: you don't actually
0: think that...
2: Yeah, I do. The Candelonian
1: drops from the trees and leads the cadets to the bank of a wide jungle river, where he has what seems to be an archaeological camp. Holes have been dug all around and makeshift tables cluttered with trinkets sit just outside of a sturdy palm hut. He's got a ship! Stanek points downriver, where a mottled navy blue vessel is moored to the riverbank. Covered in barnacles and rust, the name Blue Danube is chipped away on the nose. With its aft-placed cockpit and sprawling deck, the ship looks like a trash barge. As they step into the camp, Hank's legs lock
3: up, the blue lights on his hips dying. You okay? The atmosphere finally drained them. Well, hop on.
2: Hey, Hank, I think he wants to trade you. Does the ship work?
1: Hank points to the ship, imitating engine noises. He uses a flat hand to mimic flying, and the Candelonian frowns, shaking his head. He bends down, splashing a puddle with his spindly green fingers, then nods emphatically.
3: Uh, It's transportation, I guess. I can't say no to that. It's really not a fair trade, though.
2: He seems happy enough. We should keep moving. Hank, which way should we head from here?
3: The river flows north, and the energy pattern is coming from the northwest.
1: In the trees above, Gligorg dangles from a branch. Hearing Hank, he grins, swinging away as night falls on the jungle. There is no moon on Lassaport, but the purple light of an aurora formation sparkles in the sky, glinting off the stingray's sails. From the ship's deck, Eldadip, Murray, and Nadadarg stand guard, while a few clones romp on the wings. Veston, Elaborap, Beniti, and the rest of the clones march out of the jungle. So we're
0: stuck using swords. How about the only useful thing we've discovered all day? Yar, Captain! If you want to catch the cadets, you better get moving. They found transportation, and they're using the Hungarian sonar to pick up on energy from the relic. They're just a few miles north on the river, and they're not stopping for the night. We can overtake them. You clever old lizard. I owe you a scotch.
1: Everyone hustles aboard the stingray as Murray climbs below decks. And in no time, the anchor rises.
2: Coming soon, Space Cadets and the Pirates of the Outer Rim, the next chapter of our sci-fi radio drama. Get updates on Season 2 and explore the universe with our Space Cadets compendium. Visit spacecadetsradio.com. This has been a Space Cadets Radio production.